Soundbites is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice. No financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. Hey, welcome to Terabytes. I am Eli, and today we have the CEO and founder of Burnt Finance, Burnt Banksy. Was Hello. that fact? That was good. That was good. That was factual. Okay. A uh, core contributor is what we like to go by. Core contributor. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I'm also a core contributor of Terabytes. Uh, as you probably notice, Pete and Evan are not on this interview. That's because they're just not good enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, Burnt Finance, that's what we're talking to today. Um, do you want to just give us kind of a quick summary of Burnt Finance? What are you guys doing right now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we here at Burnt Finance um, building a full... Uh, two weeks ago, we are a fully decentralized uh, primary and secondary marketplace built on Solana with a specialization in NFTs. Um, you know, I think right now we have English, Dutch, buy now, um, all for one-off auctions uh, and the ability with no-code minting um, kind of coming up this next week. You're going to see that no-code minting for one-offs become no-code minting for up to, I think it's about 4 million uh, in addition to still English, Dutch, and, and buy now will be coming out the door soon. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see, talk about especially how, uh, you know, being built on Solana, why I'm here on the Terabytes podcast. Yeah, so that's actually, I feel like we have to just get to the first question. Just get elephant in the room here, really. Yeah, so you, you're, you're built on Solana. <laughs> yep. Why Terabytes? Why Terra? What why kind of involvement? Well, Terabytes is a great podcast, so I think that speaks for itself. Thank um, you. But... Why Terra? Um, I think that's a great question. I think when we look at who we are on Solana um, and we look at the reason we chose Solana at the end of the day was because of the community and because I mean, you really had some, you know, I, I, I refrain from using the term lunatics uh, because obviously there are, you know, the lunatics. Um, and but even with that being said, right, I think, I think you, the community is really what matters when you are considering anything to do with NFTs. Um, and so we're being built on Solana. We really do see Terra as the next choice. Um, and really the, one of the most obvious choices as being one of the first bridges, um, being really, you know, even, even kind of going a step back from the Cosmos layer, uh, you know, we're incubated by a company called Injective Protocol, well, who did the, uh, you know, the uh, Cosmos Tenement SDK. Um, and we have kind of been in collaborations, you know, investment from the Terra, uh, foundation um, and and really excited to kind of take this very you know logical next step awesome uh, have you guys kind of thought about creating your own blockchain and operating on that or some sort of scaling solution um, I mean when it comes to that that's a really good question um, you know and it's it's actually funny you ask that because this is like a lot of the conversations the team and I have been having for I'd say the past month um, especially as we do aim to go cross-chain, um, you know, I think the concept of multi-chain first is important because right now we, we don't even store anything on a database. Uh, and so everything that we do is a direct query from chain, which could lead to a lot of slow processing times and a lot of, um, you know, decentralization taking, if you look at the decentralization triangle, taking more of the decentralization over speed route. Um, and so when we do look at potentially maybe in the future moving over to our own L1, um, you know, that's a, this a good way that we can maintain decentralization while also maintaining speed. Um, I think right now in our purview, everything's moving way too fast to just immediately hop to an L1 right now. Um, but I do think that if we do, it'll most likely be a, you know, a tenement SDK. 
Awesome. That sounds really cool. Um, I guess my, my next question is, so you have, you have a token, right? It's called the, the burnt token. Not um, yet. Not live. Not yet. yet. Not yet, but there will be. Do you kind of know when that will be? Um, I don't think that I could talk about that right now, unfortunately. That's fair. No, it's just you as and me. I'd love you know, to. It's just you and me. It's like, I'm not going to tell anyone, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a mic in my face and I'm wearing headphones. I feel like. Oh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. But when the burnt token does come out, what kind of functionality will it have? Yeah. Um, and so th thank you for that question, right? Um, a lot of what we talk about, like maintaining decentralization um, and even like the censorship question that I'm sure a lot of people have, right? Um, which is a very big concern for us. Um, you know, we see the token as number one and, and mainly a way to earn people money while also ensuring the cleanliness of the platform, um, right? So let's think staking um, and then being slashed upon malicious behavior. Um, and these are, of course, levels that will be defined um, in perpetuity. Um, there's a trillion dollar question that Facebook and everyone's been trying to solve forever, but, you know, we, we really do see the token utility as a big, uh, you know, a, a big help when it comes to that. Um, additionally, as we do start to become more of a, an SDK kind of format and an infrastructure layer, um, you know, the applications around uh, utility around the burn token and being able to, of course, uh, you know, being able to stake, being able to keep the platform clean, being able to join a creator studio, being able to, uh, you know, and then as we start to get into the finance part of burnt finance, um, you know, being a way to open up a lending pool, being a way to open up a fractionalization contract. Um, and I think, you know, having this kind of similar to something like a Tower Luna anchor, um, where you have this kind of beautiful three-way balance between uh, three different contracts, I think it's going to be a very good way that you see burnt, aside from the stablecoin aspect. That's pretty cool. Um, will the token function, uh, will it kind of cross with governance at all? And yes. how will governance work with, with Burnt? Yeah, absolutely. And so the way everything's really going to be starting off is, uh, you know, we, we see different aspirations when it comes to governance. Um, and I think we're going to be taking a very, very uh, modular sub, sub DAO governance approach, right? Um, because as kind of where we sit and where we are, we do feel that people have different motivations, right? And so by being able to have different votes for what occurs in the audio video section versus the gaming section versus the lending section, um, you know, I think that's number one, really important. But I think also the ability for people to kind of start their own, uh, you know, the ability to fork burnt and kind of do their own thing um, with the aspect in mind of being this kind of ecosystem and community, the governance is going to be playing a huge part in that, uh, especially in the regard of what people see, what people, you know, might deem dangerous. And if you do, you know, who gets to see that in the sense of like, who's posting that footage. Um, and it'll be interesting. Um, and I think a lot of this becomes uh, more of a thought experiment at some point, very, you know, philosophical. Huh. Okay. Um, so you said you're kind of going for, for three different contract, correct? Um, do you just want to quickly just go over those and then I'll ask you a question? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, I think what's so interesting is that we boil a lot of things down into, and I think this is the job of someone who wants to create an ecosystem, is to boil things down to as simple and, and as uh, applicable as possible in many different regards. And so... 
on a base level, you always have a governance contract. Um, you know, internally, we call this like federal, state, local contracts, right? Um, and on the federal, which is governance, you obviously have the governance, but then you have this kind of local, which would be, think, uh, a utility of the burnt store, right? Um, utility of the burnt store, and then this kind of that state and then local is kind of these, you know, pure auction contracts, right? Um, and I think trying to explain it while being as vague in the sense of the amount of uh, applications as possible um, is kind of how we see it, right? So if you would imagine burnt right now, right, you have the burnt governance contract, you then have, you know, let's call this a, a yield bearing asset that comes out of something like lending. Um, and then the auction contracts or the collections contracts, you know, these are three different levels that all interact with each other. Um, and we see this as, you know, especially as we're, you know, Solana now and I expect to be uh, cross-chain very soon, you know, this is something that, you know, white label and pump out. Awesome. Um, cool. That's actually, that's a really great answer. Um, so you do have a staking model, correct? You there's going to be a way that you can stake. Uh, what what kind of tokens is it? Is would it be the burnt token? Well, that's that's an interesting concept. Um, you know, I, I think I, I think initially it'll be the burnt token. Um, but going back to and let we'll get a little more specific. But say you're you're an artist, right? Um, and you want. You want to benefit. You you want to provide benefit to some of your audience. Um, having your own, let's call it Afrojack, because I like Afrojack. Um, having your own Afrojack token where people could buy and sell Afrojack tokens in order to, let's say, buy of, you know, uh, Steve Aoki art, right? And you're now looking at this kind of middle layer of what staking entails from a personal level, right? And so. You know what? What a lot of people would see is like, as like a fallacy of decentralization, and and that being like, I can't follow an artist because that's annoying to do on chain, right? It's expensive. I can't like, I can't retweet, I can't comment, right? But, you know, by being decentralized and being able to, you know, rather than looking at that as a negative, turning that into a positive and saying, I'd like to profit off of being an early creator, right? And now, you know, the, those people who were like, oh my god, I was a Russ fan since day one, um, you know. Now they actually have something to show for it instead of being really fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I like that. Um, so I guess my, my next question is, there are other protocols that do what Burnt does, correct? Um, what yeah. makes Burnt special and what makes Burnt different? Um, I mean, I guess let me, let, me, let me rephrase, like, let me kind of pin that back on you for a second. What, what would you consider like yeah, in your mind right there, right? Like what was, what ran through your head of like a protocol that did something similar? Well, I was thinking you're, you're an NFT marketplace. Obviously those exist. There are places to stake in rewards. There are sure. um, places to borrow and get yield bearing assets. Um, you do a lot of different things, but there are other protocols that do those things as well, right? Of course, yeah. And I think the comparison there would be comparing something like USDC to, you know, Terra Luna, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, there's other stable coins, right? But I think we're all in the race of making something decentralized and long-lasting and, you know, not really repeating Web2 mistakes, but trying to push the frontier and the horizons. Um, so I think, you know, in that sense, uh, you know, am I doing auctions? Yeah, so is Sotheby's. So is eBay, so is Amazon, so is OpenSea. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, 
we, you know, the reason I, I don't like to introduce myself as an NFT marketplace and, and rather a decentralized primary and secondary marketplace with a specialization on NFTs is because the concept of a marketplace is centralized and it has been for thousands of years. My idea and I think the idea of the team and, and kind of initial, you know, all of our supporters is, uh, you know, taking traditional thought and kind of flipping it on its head, right? All the way from uh, what you would think to be a verification stamp on Twitter to, um, you know, a, a purely free... Oh, yeah, we don't take fees, too. I probably should have mentioned that. Uh, a purely free, uh, you know, user experience to no-code create, mint, sell, find price discovery, um, and have a following. Uh, and I think that's kind of where we are. That's really cool. Um, what is your favorite part about burnt finance? My favorite part about burnt finance. All right, now like, we get into some fun questions. On the most, what did you love? I really love. Um, I mean, it brings like. I, I mean, I, I. I guess just seeing successful transactions, right? Um, or like someone who didn't know anything you know, minting their first NFT or, or coming on with their first project without, without like, I'll, I'd love helping um, in any way that I can, but to see people who do it by themselves um, and are just genuinely happy um, and then go on to, you know, either give back or continue to build, you know, I, I think that's what makes me the happiest, right? For, for the people who have been denied from places and, you know, for an industry that claims to remove a barrier of entry, you know, the fact that that matter is a barrier of entry is extremely high. And so even any slight chip away from that barrier to entry, um, I'm like choking up while I'm saying this. Holy shit. Uh, just brings a brings a light to my eye, honestly. Wow. Um, I don't know if you know much about me, but I, I did when I got hired by terabytes. I also got into cryptos. The same thing. Well, I would I would think that I'd hope so. I'm very fresh. <sighs> Yeah, you know, like I, I didn't like I knew what Bitcoin was, but that was pretty much it. And so, got it. Someone who's like me who has bought one F NFT and not very successfully, um, barrier to entry is a really big deal for me personally still. And so, um, how will that process be made easily for me, more easily for me? And what yeah. is current finance doing in that? Well, here's here's the thing. There is so much crap out there. Um, and, and and my thesis about the crap is the barrier to entry, right? And I think a lot of this is like, you know, I, and I'm taking assumptions here. Obviously, this is more of a of an example, right? But like someone who, who's new, um, you know, they don't know what a, a CLI is, right? They don't know how to, they don't even know how to work GitHub. They don't even know what GitHub is, let's say, right? Like if I'm an artist, I'm a musician, why the hell would I know what GitHub is? Um, mm -hmm. Let alone how to fork, what to do. Um, and I think there's this insane knowledge barrier to entry, which is very overlooked even, you know, fees aside, speed aside, control aside, you know, there's a knowledge barrier to entry and that's why you see everything looks the same because it's all just generative profile picture, right? And, and, and not to say general profile pictures are bad. I, I really like them in the sense of being able to give someone a, a community aspect, right? And giving able to someone to identify with. Um, but when you are calling artists and creators the only you know you know there's artists and creators and then there's people who know how to use a cli right there's people who know uh you know what a 
NFT is, right? And I think we've done such a bad job at explaining what an NFT is um, to a point where it's like, is it digital art? Is it like uh, music? Is it like movies? Um, you know, yeah, I could see it on the blockchain. You could tell me it's on the blockchain, but I don't know what the hell that means. I don't know how to look that up, especially if it's in some database somewhere. Does it matter if it's on the blockchain? Because someone told me it was legit. It must be legit. You know, and I think this kind of, you know, when we when we operating Web3 technology on Web2 concepts, you're going to get this kind of mix up of jargon that just leads to confusing. And, and although we think that we're hitting more retail by making it easier, we're actually stunting in the long run. Oh, cool. That was really good. Yeah, I really like your answers. These are great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So, okay, so your name, Burnt Banksy. Um, yeah. Banksy obviously is a pretty high-profile artist. Yeah. So I have to, I have to ask, are you, are you Banksy? I am not Banksy. Um, I burnt a Banksy, hence the burnt Banksy part. But what does that, what does that mean to you? No, like I legitimately took a Banksy and lit it on fire. Oh shoot. <laughs> wow. I mean, I have so many questions now. Like one, how much did that cost? And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we got that for about uh nine ninety thousand dollars and uh, it sold so we digitalized it, um, sold it as a NFT on OpenSea for two hundred thirty three ETH. Um this was almost about a year ago, uh today. Uh almost almost a year ago. Um where you know from that time we actually are still the highest average price seller on ethereum on OpenSea. wow yeah that's pretty insane yeah, um hey if you do that again let me know i'd be interested i will in... we, we are planning the next one um oh if you'd like no, to see something being in shot into space I no no, no i i need help actually i i, I do yeah. need help because we're you know, I can't, you know, I can't burn something again. That's cliche. It's overdone. What yeah. am I going to do? Blow up a Lamborghini? That's been done. That's cute. Um, so we're shooting something into space. Um, I need help deciding what to shoot into space. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's where we are right now. We're, we're in set talks with the satellite manufacturer. The decision is, do we want it orbiting Earth or do we want to send something to the moon? And I think the latter has more uh, fun with it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go big, go to the go moon. big, right? Go to the moon. I mean, the moon would be epic. Yeah. But the question of what—that's actually a pretty tough one. Um, I have a list of ideas, honestly, that I could send you about things that should be sent into space. Um, so just let me know, and I'll, you know, I mean, it's actually kind of funny. I already have made a list, so I'll send that to you after the show uh, for sure. Do. At any point where you're like, maybe I should burn something more expensive, like. What if I could get my hands on the Mona Lisa? That would have been I, epic. I had no money. Like, this was all of the money that I had had. <laughs> like, at 100% at of the money, even split with two friends, this was all the money that I had. And it was, you know, a lot of it wasn't like, oh, well, let's go something bigger. It's like, all right, this is what we got, boys. What can we do here? Wow. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I'm not going to lie. Thank um, you. Is there anything? Oh, actually, I do have one more question I should probably get to. Um... I kind of asked it in the beginning, but I want to ask it at the end too with a kind of a different format. Okay. Why should the Terra community be excited about Burn Finance? I want to bring a NFT community to Terra. Um, and I want to do this, obviously, in the spirit of Terra being completely decentralized. Um, I think for me, whenever I look at an ecosystem and that's ready to 
pretty much pop off in NFTs, I see a CryptoPunk copycat, right? And I think that's normally where it starts. And so, you know, when I when we came to Solana, uh, NFTs weren't even, you know, they were fungible. Uh, if you look back at like early Solarians, uh, they were fungible tokens. Um, and a lot of this is like, once you get this kind of constant, um, you know, once you get the resources, once you make it super, super, super simple for anyone to join uh, or even build or develop, you know, that's when you start to see, you know, a proverbial gold rush in, in, in the explosion of NFTs, right? Uh, additionally, it's free um, in the fact of we don't, we want to help you launch your career. We don't think that we should be the vultures here who are taking profits away um, from just connecting people, right? I think when we, you know, being very transparent and honest, um, you know, when we talk about like where our fees come from, because that's always a question that we're going to get asked, whether we like it or not. Um, you know, the idea is the DeFi that we provide, right? And so when we talk about lending, staking, NFTs, something like this, you know, I think even on a personal level, I'm not comfortable being a vulture, but I, you know, if I make you money, um, you know, I think, I, I think there's a difference between like, like a, like a, not rev share, I think that's the wrong word for it, but, but like picking apart the scraps versus like building together. Um, and I think when we kind of look at the aspect of like building together, um, you know, then we all have mutually aligned incentives, right? Because, you know, I, if I take a fee, then there's always going to be this incentive for me to push crap in my mind. Um, right. But if I'm making money while you're making money and we're all making money, you know, then there's that mutually aligned incentive, which doesn't allow for anyone to really come in and fuck with the status quo, if that makes sense. And I think I, I put that a little harshly, but yeah. I looked at your website and I did really like, I saw that there was an artist and they were putting out songs on Burnt Finance. And I mean, maybe I'm new to this. I am new to this, but I've never seen that before. And we're getting there. We're getting there slowly but surely. Uh, I was talking, I know who you're talking about. His name is, um, let me, I'll give him a quick shout out. Um, what's his name? Uh, Will? Uh, Wilden Free. That was him. Yeah. Wilden Free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's been, uh, you know, he, he's been helping us out with the audio testing a lot. Um, because honestly, you know, when we came into this, we were not expecting audio. Uh, full front, we're not expecting audio. Uh, and he's been a very big help in the entire process of getting us to get to audio. Um, you know, and I think it's, it's interesting because, like, we're very close with the audience guys. Um, and so the ability for like, you know, it's so interesting because it's like the Wu-Tang Clan album that Martin Shkreli bought, right? You know, you could listen to Wu-Tang, but at the same time, like, you can buy the album. Um, and I think that, that the ability for artists to choose how, you know, because right now, what are, the, what are the options, right? You go to Spotify, you go to Apple, you go to wherever, you get a measly percentage, right? And then you don't even get to really choose what happens with that unless someone like Martin Shkreli comes in and, and buys your album, right? But, you know, not only do you get something like Audius, which, God, I love those guys, total shout out to Audius, to give you like this really amazing, true to life, real ability to be like this streaming for, for the Web3 world. But, but I think you're going to see so many other methods as people to realize that that's not the only way. Um, and we realized that it's not the only way as soon as Wilden kind of came on our platform. It's like, no, this is something that I want to do. He's like, I want to sell my playlists, which I'm like, I want to sell my playlists too. Like, that's a cool idea. And I started making playlists. I have like one playlist that's all indie songs. And um, and, and the title is uh, Gaslighting. That's a pretty big word, babe. Um, and I love it, right? And then the, the <laughs> 
the, the description of that is, um, it probably hurts me more when you cry over the minor fact that I cheated on you, and then in parentheses, <laughs> I'm an empath. <laughs> I love that. Are you on TikTok? You spend some time on TikTok, don't you? I, 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 I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, I don't. I do enjoy it. I, I dabble in the TikTok, too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's epic. I love that. Gaslighting, that's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, uh, Banksy. It was really great having you. It was great to chat. I actually had a very fantastic time. Um, thanks fun. for watching, and goodbye. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Eli. Thank you.